So the big question is this. How are successful everyday athletes over 30 like us who work hard, who don't have much time and who are always having to juggle life and family? How are we able to live a pain-free athletic lifestyle? How do we train? What do we eat? And what do we do different that allows us to get the most out of life but still have time for all our hobbies, family and friends? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answers. Welcome to the Fit Over 30 podcast. And welcome to the Fit Over 30 podcast, the podcast for people over 30 who want to lose weight, get stronger and live better. I'm your host, Josh Kennedy, and with me from a, a bright, sunny Wales uh, is James Breeze. How are you doing? It's extremely bright and sunny. and I'm. It's lovely weather, happy. isn't it? I can't believe it that we're actually in the uh, UK. I know. It was like when I popped out to post some stuff before and it was like, what is this? It's like being back in Brisbane or being back in Melbourne. Yeah. Little San Diego. <laughs> just without Ah, uh, San Diego. Exactly. God, I, I miss that place. Uh, yeah. Maybe one day. One day. Uh, what's your your lesson for today? Is don't eat porridge with a bit of plastic in it, right, James? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, quite literally. For anyone who's listening out there, a little joke. I called up Josh before in the car when I was going to post something, and uh, it was I was it was a proud moment. There was something stuck at the back of my throat. I said I said on the on the call earlier on, it felt like a bit of plastic. I was coughing and spluttering, and then something just like got hold of me. I coughed and spluttered everywhere, and I coughed up a bit of plastic onto the dashboard in front of me. Delightful, but even better because I was almost choking on it. Uh, the person in the car next to me just asked, "Hey, are you okay?" The same. <laughs> Do you think that was in the porridge, or have you s- accidentally managed to somehow randomly not notice a bit of plastic in your bowl? <laughs> no idea. The only thing I can think of, I opened a new pack of Sultanas uh, for my porridge. Oh, sue uh, the company. Exactly. Sue them. Send them the bit of plastic back. Uh, but it was not for like an hour. It was like, like, what is this? I just try to drink everything, get out of it. So anyway, you don't need to hear my internet. Anyway, that podcast. was uh, <laughs> thrilling. Should we? Yeah. <laughs> Living the lockdown dream. That's what happened. Oh it? yeah. Yeah, and uh, that's what we're going to be talking about. How lockdown, not living lockdown dream, nobody's in a lockdown dream, I hope. How COVID-19 has impacted the way we train and our uh, body composition um, mm. is the best way to put it, I think. Body fat percentages, etc., etc. Yeah, exactly. It was just, it's interesting just because we did um, all the latest issue, issue 11. Can you believe it? Issue 11 of the magazine. 11, my word. It's nearly, nearly been a year. I know, it's crazy, right? It's going out next month. And um, we did one of the studies that we publish every month in it. And it was like, oh, yeah, the study went out to see if the comforts, you know, what a change of spending by spending more time at home, not just in normal everyday people, but in elite athletes and how their training methods have changed and how it impact overall body fat percentage. And it's just quite interesting to see the effects of the study, how because their training essentially hadn't changed, but yeah. their lifestyles had and it negatively impacted nearly everybody in the study with their body fat percentage. Nearly everyone's body fat percentage had increased due to their increased sedentary lifestyle. Yeah. So essentially, you know, you may still be a lot more people training at home and stuff, obviously, because all the, the gyms have been closed. Uh, and it says in the study that like runners, cyclists, stuff like that haven't been so much affected, but it's more lifters, people who uh, do mostly resistance training. And they're speculating because, you know, we're no longer traveling to work. We're working out from home. So you're not, you're not walking up the stairs at work. You're not walking, going out for your lunch. Just these little incidental things that you don't even think about. Or maybe you walk to work, which you hadn't been doing anymore. 
these little things have all added up and it's uh, generally made everyone a little bit fatter. It is exactly. And we're seeing it time and time again. I'll give a specific example of me in a bit, but like, you know, Jerome, we we're talking about the other day, weren't we? Other clients we we're talking about recently saying the same things, just little minute. The training hasn't changed essentially. A lot of them train from home anyway, but it's the, it's the, the combination of not doing the daily habits they've been so accustomed to over the years. Yeah, because we weren't really supposed to be going out, going to the shops, walking anywhere, you know, so stay at home, stay at home. So we have. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah, people have. And it's it's funny because the reason I like the study so much is because I always keep saying to people, people who want to lose weight, well, it's not necessarily the workouts we need to concentrate on, you know, not necessarily the diet first either. It's always WWS, walk, water, sleep gain walking, getting moving more often so you can move more blood, become more active, increase your overall, t- you know, neat, essentially. What I, w- what I would also say, actually, on a lighter side of, the, of this conversation, this doesn't apply to you. We'll come on to you in a minute. But I think perhaps for some people, it's like maybe an alcohol intake increase during uh, <laughs> has possibly affected it as well. So many things. Like it is. People are snacking more. People are snacking more. Yeah, yeah. And reaching Absolutely. out for more things. But as you said, the the incidentals, the, the walking, walking, basically, walking, it's gone massively down. And for you, like you said, your training didn't change particularly that much. Maybe you had a little bit less options because you didn't have the gym, but you were still training. But you put on two kilos. I know, but two kilos. And you know what we're doing? We're still on part of this diet protocol and we're tracking calories. So I'm tracking calories religiously. I haven't missed a single day in over nearly 12 months, actually, come to think of it. And we're still like my normal, my normal, you know, maintenance level is 2,700 approximately based on what I'm doing if I'm not doing too much. But I'd be eating around 2,003 to 2,005. But even with the training and even with the quality of the food being the same, I put on two kilos. But it's interesting because now that lockdown is starting to lift, I'm back playing cricket for the last two weeks. My daily steps has gone up. Because this is the big thing I know. Yeah, but it's not just about the cricket. You, because you've been allowed to, you've been going out, you've walked into town more because the shops are open. Yep. It's walked just a simple little thing. Walked out. Walk, walk up yeah. the mountains again, gone for walk yeah. down, walks down the beach, little things. So like, it was interesting when I looked at the numbers of my steps, like I always average between ten and 12,000 a day normally, big days, yeah. you know, up to 15, you know, 20,000 plus. But looking at my steps, like I've gone down to 5,000 a day. During the lockdown, during those three-month period, okay, I was doing a lot more sitting down, reading, reading, uh, recording, and writing more for the magazine, but I just couldn't go out and do anything. Plus, the weather was pretty crappy. It was. That's, I mean, that, that's a factor as well in this country, obviously. Yeah, it is, definitely. So, it was just, you know, the reason I'm, you know, we're talking this and bringing this up, it's, it's quite an easy, simple, you know, podcast, basically get up and move more. But the point is, is that people who are struggling and have put on weight, even though they're working out... Look at all the other factors. We always say this to other people when it comes to the training. If they want to be a weight loss client, it's not the workouts or the diet that we want to start with. It's the other stuff because that leads into the dieting and the actual training that we need to get right first because it has a significant impact on your weight loss. And like I said, in two weeks, since moving more, I've dropped three quarters of a kilo. Nothing changed my diet, just general moving about more. And it's just like, yeah, yeah, it's a massive impact yeah, as we said, maybe it's uh, it's not the gym that's the issue. You got to look at the whole picture. Exactly, but in all fairness, I can't wait for the gym to open up again. <laughs> yeah, because let's also be honest, you you have done uh, excellent on your on your diet and your tracking. But for you, as someone who enjoys going to the gym, 
rather than uh, specifically training at home. Well, it just gives you more options. The gym. Mm-hmm. Your well, should we say your motivation for tracking waned slightly because what, tracking you, calories or yes yeah, for, yeah. for tracking and, and training. It's way it waned off off and on, didn't it? Because mm. you don't have because training for you at home is not the same. No, exactly. I've got I've got a couple of kettlebells, which is great. But like you know, I've this. I want to get under the bar, get under some, do some heavy deadlifts, and do other things. You know, push a sled. <laughs> you know, little things like the, the row, the, the assault bike, all those things combined is what I enjoy doing the most because it impacts here. But yeah, you know, it is. There has been a like a period where I've done a lot more running. This this period has been a lot more running. I've been running four times a week. You know, significant miles, doing lots of push-ups along the way with that as well. But yeah, no, it has waned a little bit. So I haven't been wanting to diet essentially i've been wanting to just maintain but even my maintenance calories dropping below my maintenance calories was too much for my drop in activity yeah exactly the only reason i'll point that out is because no doubt there's people out there who suffer from the, who beat themselves up and suffer from like you know demotivation so it's like look happens to all of us happens to uh the great james breeze and everything <laughs> <laughs> yeah thanks for that that's all right <laughs> this is your pleasure now everyone ever knows i'm becoming right fatty over the last couple of weeks <laughs> no. <laughs> no but it's just like people you know clients as you know james they that they if they miss a workout of the, the you know lose a bit of motivation that they they beat themselves up about it yeah and say you know it's put it down to a bad day and don't beat yourself up just carry on try it try your best that's all you can exactly. do exactly that's it and for people out there now this, this is what we're trying to get across to people i get uh, rob richardson if you listen to the podcast if he's listening right now um hi mate well done for the shoulder surgery i'm glad you're on the other <laughs> side but but one of the things i've given him as a bonus kind of workout to get through day you know almost daily is i've given him a weighted walk to do to get out just 30 minutes weighted walk we've increased to 40 minutes so he almost needs to Add a programmed walk into your training to make sure you go and do it. So people out there, do your workout, but program to it for yourself a 20-minute to 30-minute walk if you're fairly advanced. You know, back a weight vest on if you want to, but don't worry too much about it. And just go for a walk and see how it impacts and see what difference it will make over the course of your training. Hopefully, you'll lose a little bit of weight quicker or you won't put on as much weight during this whole pandemic crisis thing anyway. Exactly, exactly. And talking about uh, recording, let's go back to that. We are slowly, slowly building up the uh, the old library of uh, My Strength Matters. Oh, God, yeah, we have, haven't we? Like we've, we've, well, I've just finished the whole body composition section for the health module today. That's been a long old two-week process, like about nine or ten videos we put together for that. Yeah, something like that, something like that. And they're, <laughs> they're only going to get more in-depth. Congratulations. Oh, I know. It's surprising. What a project that started off as being like, yeah, we can do this over two or three minutes. Nope, the videos are now between nine and 12 minutes. Great. Yeah. <laughs> that was but, it. You know, if people don't know what it's – in case people haven't listened and they don't know what My Strength Matters is about, tell us what it's about. Sure. Now, with the magazine, we just felt we wanted to become more interactive. Like, there's only so much we can do with the magazine. People prefer videos. We know that in the world we live in today. So we wanted to make it as interactive as possible. So My Strength Matters is just a, I wouldn't say an offshoot. It's more of a, a supplement, complementary program or you know, video library for people. Who Educational want to, content. Yeah, that's a, thank you. I took the words right out of my mouth. Thanks for that. Mm-hmm. To supplement what we're doing, but to give our whole system away. You know, we talk about the four components of fitness health, movement, strength, and cardio. There's a fifth one, we a sneaky one called nutrition that comes out every now and then. So we, <laughs> we've broken five, this into five modules, health, movement, strength, cardio, and nutrition. And if I'm being honest, we're giving everything away. We're giving the keys that way to the kingdom of everything that we do in a step-by-step process. So you can hopefully train 
program, do whatever you want to do, like we do here at Strike Matters. So that's what we're trying to do. Because obviously we have we have the coaching side where we uh, have private coach online coaching clients, but that's not for everyone. So this is a way for us to to teach people how we do what we do in a, you know, a video course to take in at your own leisure. So we're hoping, fingers crossed, right then about a month we'll have enough content to to get it all live and out there. I always say we have enough content. We're talking about 30, 40 plus videos, not just yeah. one or two. And that's just scratching the surface. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's the worst thing. Is it when we started writing and planning <laughs> out, we're like, yeah, this, yeah, it's gonna be like a five year ongoing project. Thing. <laughs> but just in all in all honesty, for people who are listening out there, and my best advice right now is is that if you're not a member of the magazine, I'd strongly subscribe because people who subscribe are gonna be grandfathered in for a lifetime for the cost of this. And when we do release it, it's not going to be the same price. I promise you that. So it's going to be a bit cheaper if you're a magazine subscriber. Exactly. Well, you're going to eat at that you'll be grandfathered that for life, basically, when mm. the price increases. But when we do start it up, it's going to be significantly more because the value is going to be significantly higher. Exactly. Exactly. So I think that was a pretty really short, sharp, simple podcast. There. I think so. Anything else you want to add? Not really. Just get out and walk more. Drink more water. <laughs> Move more and yeah, it's paid the studies by it's in the European Journal of Sports Science, basically. And if you look at the sedentary life and its sedentary impact of athletes, you'll find it on PubMed. It's a, it's a really interesting study if you want to dive in and watch it. So, and, and it's read basically, it. it's basically pointing out so people know more about the title that even though you may be training and stuff, you can still actually have a sedentary lifestyle. Yeah, because if you go in the gym three or four times a week, okay, that's three or four hours of training. But what are you doing for the rest of the however many hours in a week? If you're sitting down a lot, essentially you're still sedentary, unfortunately. Exactly. Well, here's the title. The exact title is Sedentary Behaviours and Their Relationship with Body Composition of Athletes. That's in the European Journal of Sports Science. So maybe maybe we'll do the, sh- the, the link in the show notes too. Yep, absolutely. Uh, thank you very much. It's been, um, yeah, it's been all right. Thank you, Josh. <laughs> it's good to be back, actually. Yeah, we should probably uh, do some more of these, I think. I think so too, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Thanks, James. Thank you guys for listening. Until next time. Want more fitness secrets? Want to see the very best that Strength Matters has to offer? If so, then go start your free seven-day coaching experience at strengthmatters.com today. Our expert coaches will take you through the assessment process and help you put a workable plan into action. Together, we will finally uncover what's holding you back and put you on the path to success. Start your free seven-day coaching experience today. Visit www.strengthmatters.com to get started.